Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Give it up, hooray! Give it up, hooray! Give it up, hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Lassie Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to see Queenie and Chicken in the garden. Queenie called me earlier to say that she'd spotted an unusual flutterby. And seeing as I'm not at all sure what a flutterby is, I'm definitely heading around there to see what's happening. Whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be fun. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head around the back to see what's going on in the garden. Hi, Chicken. Hi, Queenie. Hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Welcome to the garden on such a beautiful spring day. Isn't it just lovely? It really is. There are so many flowers in bloom now, and it's just wonderful to see. So what have the two of you been up to today? Well, right now, Chicken is busy testing pH levels. And I'm busy testing PB levels. I'm sorry, you're doing what? Chicken is busy testing pH levels, and I've tested the PB levels. Okay, well, I've heard of pH levels. Doesn't that stand for the potential for hydrogen? And is a measure of whether something is more acidic or more alkaline? That's right. Chicken and I were reading this really interesting article in our gardening magazine about how some veggies grow better in alkaline soils, like cabbages and collies. And the article got us wondering about our own soil. Wouldn't it be great to know what veggies grow best in our garden? Of course, we've never had any issues growing cauliflowers or cabbages. In fact, last year we had way more cabbages than we knew what to do with. I remember that. You were cooking meals with cabbages... For weeks. I was. I tried baked cabbage, stewed cabbage, boiled cabbage, steamed cabbage, grilled cabbage. And for those nights when I felt really adventurous, I'd cook my now famous cabbage three ways. I definitely learned a lot of lessons from those weeks. And those lessons were? Well, firstly, don't plant too many cabbages. And secondly... If I do happen to forget the first lesson and find myself drowning in cabbages, don't try eating cabbage at every single meal for a month. There's only so much cabbage a body can take before it just cries out for a change. I'm certainly glad that you learned those lessons. Well, getting back to your soil, how are you testing for the pH level in your garden? This is where Chicken comes in with her wonderful science experiment. She's digging up some soil, removing the stones, and cleaning it with pure water. Then, the magic happens when the water is filtered out, and Chicken puts a slip of litmus paper in the soil to see what color the paper turns. It's all very exciting. 
I'm certainly excited to find out what you discover. Now, you mentioned that Chicken was working on pH levels and you were working on PB levels, but I must admit that I don't know what PB levels are. Worry not, little dowsy donuts. It's really simple. pH stands for potential for hydrogen, and PB stands for peanut butter. Now, I'll be the first to admit that my experiment isn't quite as scientific as chicken's, but it is more yummy. You see, I've made us some PB and J sandwiches with different thicknesses of peanut butter with the jelly. My experiment is all about finding the perfect combination of the saltiness of peanut butter and the sweetness of jab. Well, it's good to see that you're both doing fun experiments today. I tell you what, while you're both busy with your science, how about I read you a poem? Oh, yes, please. I feel like poetry is bound to go well with our science experiments. Okay, then. In that case, I have one here called My Kind of Jam. Here, I'll read the poem to you now. If my day is a sandwich, I know what's the bread. It's those times when I work and cram facts in my head. It's the times when my chores are piling up high, and there's nothing but bread, slice on slice, to the sky. That bread is the start and the end of the day. Bookends to events that are heading my way. And if life was just bread, how sad that would be. Is a sandwich still a sandwich if it's just bread to eat? Which is why I'm so happy that you break up my day. You add fun and excitement in your own special way. On the surface, you're just my friends and my fam. But to me and my sandwich, you're a thick layer of jam. Okay then, Queenie, how are things with the experiments? Well, Chicken is still busy with the soil, but I'm glad to report that I have finished my PB experiment. I've eaten all of the sandwiches with all of the different thicknesses of peanut butter. And what did you discover? Well, I discovered that I really liked them all. There wasn't a single sandwich that wasn't really yummy. Unfortunately, that means that I'm no closer to knowing the perfect thickness of peanut butter. On the other hand, it also means that I'll just have to do some more sandwich experiments tomorrow. Yes, you will. Now, what else has been happening here in the garden? I see you have a large pile of gardening tools over there. It looks like the two of you must have been really busy today. Uh, well, I could see why you might think that. For sure, the pile of gardening tools certainly suggests that we could have been busy. After all, you could see our spade and our hoe, the trowel, oh, and fork. Gosh, had we actually used those, we'd have made so much progress today. But you didn't use them? Nope. We got them all ready to use them. But as soon as we started, we were distracted by a flutterby, and so downed our tools to investigate. And what exactly is a flutterby? It's a butterfly, but I call them flutterbys as they do so much fluttering as they fly. Anyway, one drifted up and over the hedge, landed on the handle of my trusty spade, and sat there for a while catching its breath and admiring our garden. Then it flapped its wings and headed over to the flowers on our sage plant and visited almost every one. 
I'm not sure what it was looking for, but it certainly took its time looking for it. Anyway, watching that beautiful flutter by made us realize that we don't know much about butterflies. And so we got out Chicken's book on insects. And what have you learned so far? Well, we've learned that there are 20,000 different types of butterflies around the world. Isn't that amazing? That's such a lot of color fluttering around the place. We also found out why butterflies love our garden. It turns out that they feed on the nectar and flowers as it gives them the energy to fly. Our wildflower garden down by the pond is like a giant candy store for butterflies as it's so full of flowers. And it's also sheltered from strong winds. I can totally see why butterflies would love your wildflower garden. It's so colourful throughout spring and summer, and into autumn too. It is. Without knowing it, we planted a buffet for butterflies. And one of the great things is that there's always something down there that's in flower for them. Of course, now we know what butterflies are looking for, we can make sure that we plant the right seeds each year so there's something in bloom for most of the year. What a wonderful idea. So what plants are you considering? Well, in March and April, we'll have our apple tree. And then some bluebells and some forget-me-nots. Those are important as they give butterflies the strength they need after returning from hibernation. Then, in May and June, the blooms on our sage and thyme will attract butterflies. Then once we're into summer, they'll love our lavender and our marigolds and our dahlias. Those flowers will also help the butterflies to build up reserves for winter. It's all so amazing. Especially when you think that butterflies come from caterpillars. You know what? I have a poem here that's all about caterpillars and butterflies. Would you like to hear it? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then. I'll read it to you now. It's called True Colours. If you stumble upon a caterpillar, take good care of it. Keep it safe and let it eat. So one day on the wind, a colourful fluttering butterfly will brighten up your day. The joy you'll find when butterflies visit on their way. The same is true of people. There's a magic there to find. Inside us all is a butterfly waiting for the time. We allow ourselves the chance to change and leave the old behind. With a burst of colour and a flap of wings, we finally learn to fly. Gosh, I really like that poem, Little Dowsy Donuts. What an interesting thought that we're all caterpillars and that one day we'll all turn into our own special form of butterfly. When that happens to me, I hope that I'm a really colourful butterfly. I'm sure you will be, Queenie. Oh, I see that you were doing some drawing while I read the poem. I was. I did a drawing about the life cycle of a butterfly. Chicken's book said that butterflies have four distinct stages of their life cycle. And so I did a drawing about each one. Here's the first one. It looks like an egg. It is. A female butterfly attaches an egg to a leaf or a stem of a plant. Somewhere near the right food for a caterpillar. That takes us to my second drawing, which is the caterpillar that hatched from the egg. There are so many different types of caterpillars, and so I've drawn one here that's all stripey and it has little hairs running down its back. 
Well, I like that your caterpillar also has a big smile on its face. That's because it has just seen a big leaf that it's going to munch on for dinner. The more it eats, the more it grows. As it does that, it sheds its skin several times. Until we reach my third dried, which is when the caterpillar forms a chrysalis or pupa to keep it safe while it slowly transforms into a butterfly. For many types of butterfly, that happens over winter, and that gets us to my final drawing. Ah, yes, a big, colourful butterfly fluttering over a garden of flowers. And that butterfly has a big smile on its face, too. It does. Gardens full of flowers always create big smiles. Well, I really like your drawings. You should put them up somewhere, perhaps in the club. What a great idea. I'll do that later after I've showed them to Hedgehog tonight. I don't want Hedgehog to miss all of the fun of our butterfly story. It must feel strange sometimes that you only see your friend at the end of the day. It does. As I go through the day, something happens and I think to myself, Oh, I must remember to tell Hedgehog about that. So by the time the Hedgehog arrives in the evening, I have a long list of things to share with them. Even so, I still miss Hedgehog during the day. I guess that's just one of the challenges of having a nocturnal friend. I'm sure it's challenging at times. Still, you also have the excitement of seeing them each evening. I do. And I also sometimes imagine that they're around during the day, too. On days when I miss them the most, I'll sit down here on the deck and I'll imagine having a nice conversation with them. I can even hear their voice in my head as I do it. I know it sounds strange, but I actually find it quite comforting. I can understand it completely. It sounds a lovely way of helping you through those times when you miss Hedgehog. You know, I actually have a poem that's a bit like that. How about I read it to you? It's called, I Hope You Don't Mind. I hope you don't mind, wherever you are, that I picture you still being here, sat in your chair with a paper and tea, providing comfort by just being near. Then there are times when your voice drifts out from a room, yet again you look for your keys. It was always this way, and my brain as a friend ensures you'll always be living with me. What a sweet poem, little Dazzy Donuts. That's exactly what it feels like when I miss Hedgehog during the daytime. Yippee! Chicken has finished her experiment! So what's the pH level in your soil, chicken? Oh my gosh, that sounds like the perfect number to me. So perfect that it makes me want to go and plant some more cabbages. After all, you really can't have too many cabbages. Well, while you do that, I'll thank everyone for being at the club today. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can see the Podsnack video for the episode and see a lot of poetry and art entries from our recent competition. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me. Queenie and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have the big award ceremony for the Friends and Family competition. As always, 
let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dessie Donuts saying keep rhyming. <laughs> <laughs>